aspiring leaders, current leaders, and anyone who wishes to increase their leadership skills and improve their career. My name is Gary Davison, and I am the Poobah of the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into the skills and elements of skill set development to help you reach greater heights and to help you grow those leaders around you. What can you expect from the Lodge of Leaders podcast? It's simple. My name is Gary Davison, and I am a leader with 25 years of leadership experience. In that time, I've grown in excess of 20 leaders to executive level positions in the field of education. I've been a teacher, assistant principal, principal, university faculty member, a board member on many charities, in addition to the roles I've held outside of the field of education. These all give me a very unique perspective that I can bring to helping to grow you and the leaders around you. After you embrace the thoughts, beliefs, and actions of the systems that I've put into place, it's my belief that you will see your own leadership skills improve and thus your career will prosper. You can expect to grow and you can expect to grow those around you if you put the work into your skill set and you're honest with your feedback. Remember, friction makes for growth and we will grow. Welcome back, Lodge members, to the Principal Mentor Series. We're at episode number 73, and today we're going to continue our series of how to succeed when they are angry. Again, we're working on success strategies for you to be more effective and very fulfilled with your work, even in the midst of a very angry parent situation. Many of these skills can be used with an angry student. Some of them can be used with uh, angry staff members, community members, all of this. But again, most of the questions I've gotten from, from you in the audience has been wrapped around how to deal with a lot of the angry parents that we're seeing right now. So that's where we're focusing our work right now. Um, and we last um, episode, we talked about the pre-strategies to use when um, when dealing with uh, a parent, talking about being uh, equipped and effective when you're going into a meeting like that. Today, we're going to talk about some of the, uh, the next few episodes, we're going to be laying out a series of skills and strategies that you can use in your tool bag to then be able to select which of these to choose. So remember, as we go through this list, this is not a comprehensive list that you need to employ every time you have a parent meeting. These are different concepts that are all important to being successful in the midst of an angry parent meeting. So the first one we're going to talk about today is a a, a real big one that I try and do with every person I meet with, whether it's faculty, students, um, uh, parents, community members, anyone I meet with, particularly if they have a burning concern, is I try to build a bridge with them. Um, So when they come in, I try and find some common ground. 
um, you know, we, we are we are meeting because there is an issue. There's a difference of opinion or they are upset or they have a predetermined thought that this is what we're going to do or it's in response to a discipline situation and they don't like the way that it's been handled. So there's there's an issue at play. But before we get to the issue, I try to find a common um, area. A common if if I can't find something right off the bat, then I'm going to cross that bridge with them about how great their kid is or how much I enjoy their 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 child um, or find something complimentary about their child. Um, that's that's the one of the best ways that you can build that bridge. Number two. Um, as we sit down, after I build a bridge with them, oftentimes I will restate the concern as I know it, um, whether it's from an email, whether it's from a phone call, or they just drop in, they're mad about something. I will try and restate it. it what I'm doing that for two reasons. One, I want to get on the board, whatever it is that we're there to talk about, and two, if I have over, if I have in my own mind or I have read it wrong, um, I want to be sure that I understand the magnitude of the issue at play. Uh, sometimes you can read an email that comes in or hear a, a parent uh, phone conversation or whatnot, and and think that it's a it's a major issue. And then when you sit down with them, it's really not a big deal, or. It's the other side of that. You might think it's a minor thing, but by restating it, you can understand that it's a much bigger deal to the parent. So by doing that, you're, you're getting closer to being on the same page at that point. Uh, the, the third thing, and again, this is just, uh, I'm mentioning it along the way, is focus on the issue. Don't you are you are hopefully leading the meeting, so you're going to be able to keep the conversation on point around the issue. Don't let it stray into multiple areas. Don't uh, don't do the ADD train around the conversation. Try and stay focused on the issue. Number four, this is kind of a combination uh, issue at play. Listen and empathize with them. So as you're as you're sitting across from them, you're sitting next to them. However, again, location and timing, that's it's in your domain. Um, but you also have you control how well you listen and how much you empathize. So you know, using body language, nod your head up and down, um, you know, express concern through your facial uh, recognition, all of these things. You want to be able to control that much. And a lot of people just want to be heard. So start with listening and empathizing. Next, these two go together. Uh, oftentimes, you may have to do further investigation. If someone is bringing an allegation to you, they're concerned about something, um, there may be a need to stop the meeting and tell them, say, well, I really, you've given me some new information. I was not aware of this. Give me a chance to go and investigate this, dig a little bit deeper, and I will be able to, to have a better understanding and maybe more clarifying information. So oftentimes this can be done on the phone. If you speak to them on the phone, it might be a small email conversation, but um, 
if you have the chance to have the preliminary conversation on the phone, then investigate, then meet with them face to face, I have found that that sometimes de-escalates a situation when they know that I've had a chance to go look at it and then I can meet with them face to face. And I go back to the last skill. I let them see me empathizing with them. And I think that goes a long way, particularly if they've been really riled up you speak to them on the phone, you tell them I'm going to investigate, you investigate, you set up a meeting for the next morning, and then you're able to kind of ladder them down. Um, start with a, they're, they're very jazzed up, then they see your face, they see that you've done work on this, and you're listening. Even if they don't get the resolution they want, oftentimes they are de-escalated at that point. And the last thing, uh, this is more of an uh, towards the end of the meeting, well, not really the end of the meeting, I guess you've been in the meeting for a little while. I really try and set expectations for the meeting together. Oftentimes I'll ask them what the issue is, if they could restate. I'll tell them to the best of my understanding, here's what the issue is. We go through that. And then at some point I like to um, stop the proceedings and say, you know what, let's agree on what we're looking for at the end of this meeting. By the end of this meeting, we should have boom. And, and oftentimes that's something um, that works in your favor when you're in the midst of having these very difficult meetings and conversations. Oftentimes that will de-escalate them. If they know that you're seeking a similar thing, you may not agree on the, the, the um, content of the outcome, but you can agree that you're going to get to a certain point. And that has often worked depending upon the kind of meeting you have, of course. Recently, we had a, a, a situation, uh, angry father, um, that was a result of a text message exchange where um, a child was texting a, 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 a younger child, was texting an older child, and he was, believe it or not, threatening to beat him up. He was uh, bullying him. He was threatening to kick his butt and went into some very flowery graphic language. Um, so we had to do a discipline situation with the student. Um, well, the father of the, the bully um, was very upset because he, he could not understand how his child, his beautiful, wonderful, um, um, gleaming child, uh, would not do that and particularly would not bully an older child. He would never do that. So um, after assigning a discipline consequence, um, he went through the roof. He did not like that very much, became very angry, uh, to which we sat down with him, went through the pre-strategies, set up the meeting and, and how we wanted to do it, walked in, tried to build a bridge. Um, uh, he somewhat understood that. He, he would not quite get on board with the bridge. But we focused on the issue. Uh, we investigated after we talked to him the first time found actually another text message where the child got even more graphic in his threats to the other students. So when we sat down, printed these out and showed them to the dad, he um, turned on his, on his heels at that point and realized that, you know what, I am completely wrong here and actually um, 
I wouldn't say it was it was an effusive apology, but I would say he came to an understanding where he saw our side. I would say he empathized with us more than we empathized with him in that he saw it from our perspective now. And so that changed him from being a very um, aggressive, uh, very, very angry parent into someone who left, I would say he left mad, but he left understanding at that point. So I think it maybe some of his anger at that point was with his own son for putting him through that. I don't know. But uh, again, this was a parent that came in that wanted to save the situation, wanted to save his child uh, because he was for sure that we had done something wrong. Guys, the walkout here uh, is I want you to think which strategy is relevant to the most recent difficult, angry situation you've dealt with. Uh, how did you use it or how would you use it? Uh, it? Please email me your recent angry parent situations or questions. Uh, if you have a really great solution that has worked, email that to me. I'd love to share that uh, with your successes and, of course, giving you full credit on the podcast because this is something that I think we can all help with. Email those to me at Gary at Dr. Gary Davison, D A V I S O N dot com. Gary at Dr. Gary Davison dot com. This podcast, The Lodge of Leaders, is sponsored exclusively by Greater Development LLC. At Greater Development, they will develop, grow, and skillfully hone your leadership skill set. Let's face it, even Hall of Fame athletes, the greatest in their respective fields, have private coaches. Aren't your skills as important? Don't you want to be more effective and a fulfilled leader? They can help you. You can contact them at www.greaterdevelopmentllc.com. Let them help you reach your excellence. Lodge members, thanks for listening today to the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Before we go, I have a request. If you like today's episode, please add a review of the Lodge of Leaders podcast on either Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you've been listening. You can join the Lodge by going to drgarydavison.com and leaving me a comment or simply going to questions at lodgeofleaderspodcast.com. All of the questions and comments will be part of upcoming episodes. Until we meet again, please remember that experience is not the best teacher. Feedback is...